treasure. Pearl, a parable. Grab your Bible and let's talk. Welcome to the Bible, Glitter and Glue podcast, where Bible study and thought-provoking conversation lead to creative teaching. Now, here are your hosts, David and Mary Nelson. It's so good of you to join us again today. David, I'm looking forward to opening up and looking at another parable. We've been working our way through the parables of Jesus. This one's a great one, talking about treasure and talking about a pearl, things that are very valuable. Before we started recording, we were trying to think of what the most valuable things we've ever seen are as far as money-wise. What's the most valuable thing? Well, many years ago, we were in Washington, D.C., and we went to the Smithsonian Institute, and there we saw the Hope Diamond. And the Hope Diamond is considered the most expensive gem in the world. It is valued around U.S. $250 million. For one jewel. (laughs) That's so expensive, isn't it? I was thinking also of the Mona Lisa. We got to see the Mona Lisa one time, well, quite some time ago. We were blessed to be able to pass through Paris, and we went and went to the Louvre, and we got to see the Mona Lisa. And that was that was exciting. I always thought the Mona Lisa was a big painting, but actually it's quite small. But it's considered to be a priceless painting. But it is insured for... About one billion U.S. dollars. Wow. I know. But you couldn't replace it. That's why it's priceless. But I think in today's parables, we're going to be talking about something more more priceless, if you can say that. So we're looking at Matthew chapter 13, verses 44 through 46 today. The kingdom of heaven is like a treasure hidden in a field. One day a man found the treasure, and then he hid it in the field again. The man was very happy to find the treasure. He went and sold everything that he owned to buy that field. Also, the kingdom of heaven is like a man looking for fine pearls. One day he found a very valuable pearl. The man went and sold everything he had to buy that pearl. So these are two parables that are making the same point, and that's that the kingdom of God is more valuable than anything else, more valuable than a treasure, more valuable than the, the best pearl. I think we spend a lot of our time thinking about what's valuable, prioritizing our time and our resources putting money aside to save for something or trying to scrape money that we need. But we think of value in earthly terms, don't we? Right. You know, just like for us today, people in the ancient world, they valued certain things like treasures and pearls. And back then it was not unusual to hide treasure in a field. And the analogy, I think, suggests that Something of great worth can be around, but not known, because it was hidden. In the same way, I think the kingdom of God is around, it's present, but a lot of people, maybe most people, are not even aware of it. And pearls were more highly valued than gold in the ancient world. And when one 
found a pearl or something of such great price or great worth, no price was too high to pay to get it. The point of Jesus is that's the value of the kingdom. There's no price too high to get it. One of the points that I get from these two parables is that he's talking about the kingdom of God is more valuable than anything else in all the world. But we can have it. We can actually purchase it. We can possess it. We can get it. It's not beyond our reach. The Mona Lisa is way beyond my reach. I can never have it. Or the Hope Diamond or anything like that. This treasure or this pearl, it may be out of our reach. But Jesus says you can possess the most valuable thing in all the world. It is not beyond your reach. It takes you giving yourself completely to it, giving your all, giving everything. When I was reading these parables, I was looking in the context of the chapters before and after this in Matthew, and I noticed that in Matthew 12, it was a time when Jesus's mother and brothers were trying to talk to him, and he made it clear that his family was not the most important thing to him, as hard as that might sound. He was making a choice in a way he was laying aside these valuable things for what was more valuable in his teaching and his ministry. And the same thing in the chapter after this, where he's giving up John the Baptist. He's having to say goodbye, rather, to John the Baptist. Again, as valuable as that relationship was... It was not as valuable as what needed to come next. Just before that, at the end of chapter 13, he went back to his hometown, Nazareth. He was rejected in Nazareth. He was giving away his hometown. In his own way, I feel like Jesus was living out this parable. He was giving away everything that was important to him for something more important. He'd already done that by coming to earth. He stepped out of heaven to live this life as our Savior. And when I was reading this, David, I just couldn't help but think when Jesus was telling this parable, he was possibly thinking about, I've given up everything for the kingdom of heaven, and he's inviting them to do the same. Well, that's a great thought. Jesus didn't ask us to do something that he wasn't willing to do himself, and that's something important to remember. In the ancient world, like today, there are all kinds of beliefs, all kinds of religious practices. In the ancient world, like today, people have the idea that, well, one religion is as good as another, or you have your religious practice, I have mine. But I think these two parables are a critique of that. Jesus is saying that what he has to offer, the kingdom that he brings, the gospel of the kingdom, is of supreme value. It is not just one more pearl in a string of pearls that you might be collecting. It's just not one more thing that you can choose or not choose. It is more valuable than anything else. And we need to be willing to give our all to possess it. I don't think either of these men would have been dissatisfied with having given up everything. What they bought was worth it. Sometimes I think we can forget and we think maybe we are giving up too much to follow God. And we start looking backwards at things we might have given up, and it just seems harsh and too much. But if we look forward, 
And we see everything God has to offer, not for just right now, but for eternity. It's worth it. It's worth every cent, I guess you would say, of what we've had. That's right. Pursuing the kingdom is to gain what Jesus has to offer. What does Jesus bring? What does he offer? Newness of life. offers true peace, true life. He offers security. He offers hope and fulfillment. I mean, and what else offers or promises these things and can fulfill those promises? Gold can't do that. That's right, David. And if we've ever, as you and I have, have been by the bed of a loved one that is dying, you just think, wow, you know, there's no money that they can take with them. All the possessions they've had, everything that they've built, the job that they've had, they don't take any of that with them. And And that eternal treasure, even as Jesus said in the Sermon on the Mount, it's those treasures in heaven that are the valuable ones. I would think that these two parables would be two parables that actually children can really connect with and relate to. So if you were teaching children, what are some creative ways that you can help children to understand and relate to and connect with these parables? Well, like you said, these are just great stories to tell, even just as stories. Even if there wasn't this deep level to it, I think all of us love that thought of hidden treasure. As soon as you say hidden treasure to kids, of course, they get excited. But adults are not that different. We love that idea of finding this valuable thing. So, yeah, children love this one. But some ways you can help relate, of course, you can hide things, hide treasures, hide coins around the room or just little toy coins or those chocolate gold coins that you can find. I sometimes get an old piece of jewelry that I found that had big fake pearls on it. I save those. And so I'll put those in a bag or a sock or something hidden. And I have the children put their hand in and try to guess what it is. That's kind of hard to do. But it's fun, just that idea of what's in there, what's hidden. That's a fun one. It's a time for comparisons, I think, because we're talking about priorities, this value of things on earth compared to the value of the kingdom of heaven. So even just drawing a line down the middle of a paper or on the chalkboard or whiteboard, even in the sand, just drawing a line down the middle and on The left side, have the children think of everything that they own, that they have, even that their family has that's valuable. And kids love doing that. You know, they'll talk about their games and their toys. Even the youngest children talk about those things. And then on the other side, just ask them to think, what are the blessings that we have with God? And talking about heaven, talking about worshiping God, talking about joy and peace, all of those things, and and say, which is more valuable? Which would you rather have? All of those things or God? Actually, for a child, that's a big ask (laughs) because they're very literal. But start talking about those things. Years ago, with preschoolers, I every week would have something in a bag And I would pull it out. They wouldn't know what it was. And one week it might be a toy. And I bring it out. And then I'd say, oh, we'd all look at it. And I'd say, okay, now, children, 
Which is more important, this toy or God? These were very young children, and so they would think, and they'd say, oh, God, and yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the next week, I'd have something else in there. Maybe it was a lolly or a candy, and and we'd say, oh, they're so yummy, but which is the most important, this lolly or God? And every week, I would just bring another challenge to them, and they thought that was great. They loved that challenge, and they knew they knew the right answer. And then, then one week, I brought out a Paw Patrol book. And at that time, Paw Patrol was the thing. And those preschoolers loved Paw Patrol. So when I brought that out, they all oohed and awed over it. And I said, now, which is more important, that Paw Patrol or God? And those kids struggled because they love that Paw Patrol so much. And finally, one little boy, he just bowed his head in defeat and said, Paw Patrol. And then he just, he was so sad. And I said, well, what do you really think? Do you think Paw Patrol or God? And then finally he said, God. And it was so hard for him. And we might think that's so cute, but oh, Don't we do that as adults? Ooh, we sure do. Kids are transparent out of the mouth of babes. That's right. You know, we call our podcast Bible Glitter and Glue because we want to study the Bible first before we talk about the glitter and glue. This is one time, because we're talking about treasure, I think it's time to do something like having a piece of paper using glue to just outline the words kingdom of God, and then have children sprinkle glitter on it. And so you have this glittery picture of the kingdom of God, because Jesus said it's like treasure. So those are some things I might try in a children's Bible class. But what about you, David? What about the adult class? Well, I have a couple of things. At the beginning of class, you can ask a few questions. What is the most valuable thing you have lost? How did that make you feel? How did that change your life? And you can follow up with, what is the most valuable thing you have found? How did that make you feel? And how did that change your life? And I think those questions would be good to begin the class with. And the second thing is, again, some questions to ask the class. And these two parables, the first one is a little ambiguous because this man found this hidden treasure in the field. We don't know if he just came across it or he was actually looking for it. He just found it. It was hidden, but he found it. But we do know in the second parable, this man was looking for this great pearl, this pearl of great price. And with that in mind, you can ask these questions. And who in the class was looking for the kingdom of God or looking for God? And then tell us your story and have several people, if they will, tell their story of how they were actually looking for God in their life and how they found God. And then you can follow up with who in the class was found by God or wasn't necessarily pursuing God, but things happened in their life where God wasn't on their radar and all of a sudden God was right in their face. Let them tell you their story. And I think you would have some very interesting and encouraging stories to hear about people finding God, and God finding people. So those are a couple of things I think you can do in this class. 
Well, those sound like great discussion questions, David. Thought-provoking. I'm looking again at the parable. I think I mentioned it to you earlier, David, how Jesus is such a master teacher in the way he goes right to the things we find interesting. These parables are about real happenings, experiences that people can relate to. You know, he's talked in parables about farmers and merchants, and here we have this idea of a pearl, things that people know about. And there's this discovery element in this particular parable, this discovering this treasure, whether you come across it or whether you're looking for it, the idea of something so valuable, this treasure, and and everybody is interested in that. And that's the kind of teacher I want to be. I want to be talking about God in ways that children can relate to. I want them to think, oh, I want that. I think that's valuable. I want that. That's the kind of teacher I want to be. And that's the kind of teacher I want to be, too, Mary. And I want to also convey the idea that that you can have the most valuable thing in all of the world. God makes it available to you. It's not beyond your grasp. So may God bless you as you speak into the lives of children and adults. Thank you for listening to the Bible Glitter and Glue podcast. Subscribe now to listen to new weekly episodes and visit missionbibleclass.org for more free resources to help you share God's word with children.